0: All right, everyone, it's me, and we're back. We're back to talk. I just, I, I, was, I should have started recording hours ago. I was staring at my phone and looking at useless shit, and I'm really a man of 2020, to be honest. If you go to patreon.com slash comedy, you can support me and my ways. There's another podcast up there that I haven't updated, but it has some interesting content. I also have some behind-the-scenes content if you watch my videos on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. I think it's raining. Is it raining? It's not raining. There's a hurricane a tropical storm headed our way, which is the biggest news currently. Tropical storms. (laughs) I kind of was holding off doing this because I thought I was going to burp, and I was going to wait to do the burp so I didn't have to do it on the cast, but here it comes. One sec. I really just need to start talking to get it out. Because once I start talking and doing air stuff with my mouth. (laughs) Once I start talking and doing air stuff with my mouth. Then you know it's real. Is real. Is real. Is real. real. Uh, Okay. I, I got some stuff I want to talk about. I got some real funny ass stuff. I want to say, with, with, with everyone on hand, all hands on deck, uh, this is a shout-out to everyone. This is a shout-out to Jimmy, Johnny, Jilly, Jilly. There's two Jillies in the, the fan group there. Everyone in the U.S., the U.K., You know, everyone in India, everyone in Australia, everyone in the Congo, you know, everyone in Turkey, you know, um, everyone in Canada. Everyone in Venezuela is that even? How you pronounce? Is that Venezuela? Do I know how to pronounce Venezuela? Ven-, Ven, wait, can I even say this correctly? Venezuela, Venezuela, wait, Venezuela, Venezuela, wait, how to pronounce Venezuela? I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. I know someone might be like, "Man, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know how to pronounce Venezuela." How do you wait? What? Okay, P- pronunciation. Pronunciation: How to pronounce Venezuela? Ben- Venezuela. Okay, this is how you say it in the UK. Venezuela. venez Wait, wait, God, I'm saying it way too much right now. Have you ever thought about how to pronounce it? All right, here's how to pronounce Venezuela. Venezuela or Venezuela. Um I'm getting way off topic here. I don't even know why, I'm, oh, but shout out to all the countries, to be honest. Shout out to every country that exists. Sometimes I'm, I, have, I have a droll to my voice and I, I really uh, can't pronounce things. I have a lot of friends whose names I can't pronounce because they're not they're, their names aren't like Mike or Jim this that don't, don't mind that little audio or like Chris or like Jill or Kate. You know I like a name. That's you know I can pronounce. I have these I have friends when, who I've known for years now that, that they're not friends. More I have acquaintances and friends or people that were friends and now, you know I haven't seen in a while, who I really don't know how to pronounce their name, <laughs> and frankly that's wrong of me. I'm a bad friend, but I don't really know anyone's name. I live in a very wild uh, mental state, you know, trying to remember people's names, and I just wish I was a better person, but. Everyone but don't worry if you're if you're thinking about oh, I can't believe you forget I only don't know names of people of white people those are the only names that I forget so I Don't know names of the oppressors okay the oppressors The Whites the white folk (laughs) This one is not on video again because I didn't set it up you would think I'm a man of the technology that I would set up things but i did not and i just I, I during my own cast i stirred up my phone my stared at my phone i have a real addiction problem to uh doing things that aren't like important you know i just stare at my fucking phone tiktok still isn't banned if you want to check me out on tiktok at matt miller real i'm a big fan of tiktok it's got you know, such just strong content, you know. <laughs> but no, people make fun of it. It's it's really the best, like uh in my opinion, some of the best social media design. You can just scroll through endlessly for hours. You know, you get nothing out of it. You just get nothing. But I'm on there, I get a lot of views. My men are trash video that I made gets a lot of views on there. A lot of a lot of people fighting in the comment section. And I don't, I don't respond to anyone because there's like way too many comments at this point. It's gone completely out of hand. Uh, yeah, almost 1,900 comments as we speak right now. There's always new comments coming in. There's children thinking I'm an incel. There's men and women fighting. There's people wanting to peg men. And then there's people making fun of women for taking my video seriously. And then people want to put men in cages. And then people making jokes. People talking about feminism. Uh, there's a lot going on here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's uh, fun. It's got a lot of likes. So basically, I mean, I think one of the main reasons I also like TikTok is because TikTok, your content, you know, if your, your content without being like uh, called out by a bigger creator, Or, like, advertising, or mm, I guess people like have grown just as social media entities with good content, but I think you can grow quicker on TikTok if you have good content, uh, because people have a more chance to see it. I don't know, I don't know the fuck I'm talking about, but you know, it's a nice app for scrolling. A lot of children, that's the main problem. All the kids, but now let's get down, let's get down to brass tacks right now, let's get down to. Current events. Is anything going on? I got something to bring up to you guys. I got a story for you that I'm going to read through and give humorous commentary to an awful thing happening. Bring the show back down to its roots. Okay? All right, BusinessInsider.com. All right, this is about cargo ships. This is a cargo ship episode. <laughs> uh cargo ship uh workers want to commit suicide it might be the name of it cargo ship workers want to commit suicide and we're going to talk about it business insider here we go i think i will commit suicide cargo ship workers have been trapped at sea for months because of covid19 banned from ports and predict anarchy if things don't change now, I already thought being on sea was anarchy because is isn't like if you're in international wa- waters that you, you can commit any crime and there's no laws <laughs> stopping you, right? You can gamble, you can murder, you know. If you have anything bad you want to do, just go out to international waters. Uh, so here we go. Here's a picture of some big old boats. <laughs> boats are the cars of the sea. That's my definition of boats. Even though boats were around before cars, but, but still boats are the cars of the sea because I think I probably saw a car before I saw a boat. So in my eyes, cars came first. What was that? What if that was what people's logic is? Like, they, like the first thing time they see something, it comes before other things that may have came before it. You know. I keep burping like a motherfucker. I always burp if I talk a lot. I have real inside issues. I'm very fat. I appreciate everyone. I love you all. Let's all have sex. All right. Bolt carriers line up as they wait to dock and and be loaded with cargo amid the coronavirus disease. COVID-19, in parentheses, in case you didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Outbreak. Near Santos Port in Santos, Brazil. June 1st, 2020. And then it says, picture taken June 1st, 2020. Oh, thank you. June 1st, 2020. Picture taken June 1st, 2020. <laughs> okay, so this is just a stock photo to be put. I mean, it's not a stock photo if it's from June. Well, it's just, it's just a picture to go along with the, the, the title. So here's the bullet points. Here's the bullet points. Everyone ready? An estimated 300,000 cargo ship workers are currently trapped at sea by the coronavirus epidemic. Epid- <laughs> Pandemic. And many are speaking out about the grinding, mon, monotony, and possible accidents. I'm an idiot. I'm retarded. Monotony? Oh, about the grinding, monotony, impossible accidents. Okay. Yeah, if you're just fucking stuck at sea, you know, cargo shipping, and they're not letting you home, that's fucked up. Okay, guys? This is. I'm bringing this story to the forefront. And you may act like I'm making a joke of it, and I am. But I'm actually, I'm talking about it because this is a serious issue uh people of all color i think mostly men work on cargo ships and we I'll continue goods continue to be shipped from port to port but many seafarers but many seafarers themselves many seafarers themselves haven't been on land for months due to border closure and regulation okay so they they'll, they'll still ship them, but they won't let them get off the boat. That is so. <laughs> that is pretty funny, you know. That's like a, that's capitalism, right? We we move the goods, the goods, but we don't care about the people aboard. We gotta get the goods out, but everyone, the people who are on the ship, who are all fucked. You guys remain fucked because we need the goods. Seafarers, I love calling them seafarers, because it, it's like wow, I never get to see say, seafarers, have reported uh, having to shave their heads when the ship ran out of shampoo, while one captain had to pull teeth from two crew members despite having no dental training. Well, that, I mean, I will say, that's, that's kind of a knock on the dental community, right? Because if you could do it without dental training, why even go to a fucking dentist? That's the, te- that's the spin on this bullet point Maddie's going with. Why even go to a dentist if you can just have a, a ship captain pulling, pulling your teeth? So these are the big stories. And again, I'm making fun of it, but it is serious. But you understand my humor here. All right. Uh, uh, they had to shave their hands, heads. Shave their hands. Yes, they're all masturbating vigorously. You know, getting hairy-ass palms at sea. But no, they had to shave their heads because there was no more shampoo. Now, was there conditioner? Was conditioner even something to be thought about as an issue? Or? All right. <laughs> and a captain had to pull some guy's teeth. These guys are munching on fucking sugar pops, getting their teeth all fucked, and captains are having to yank them. Is this what you like? Is this, is this what capitalist scum like you listeners like? <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm not even... That's only the fucking third bullet point. Here's the, the last bullet point. You thought there was going to be three? There's four. Even as countries begin to open up their borders, there are immense logistical difficulties in organizing a crew change. Shipping giant, Mersk told Business Insider. All right, Mersk must be someone they uh, interviewed. Let's get into the article. Let's get into the article. This is my, the most serious issue at hand here. Actually, a quick NBA break. Anyone watch the NBA? You see what they're doing where they put up the big fan screen and people can like like watch on Zoom and sit in the seats and then their big head will be broadcast and they're like, look at everyone's head. It's like the fans are there and I'm guessing they're like broadcasting fan noise. We're, we're really living in a wild modern time, but thank God I get to still watch hoops. I love watching hoops. I'm not kidding. I'm a b-ball man. A am b-ball man. And here I come. I'm a b-ball man. And I got no gum. No gum. I'm a b-ball man. I'm a b-ball man. B-ball, b-ball, b-ball man. Beep, boop, 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 Again, I'm getting fucking distracted again. I have a serious... I can't, like... I can't meditate because my mind goes everywhere, you know, I'm a fucking crazy person. I'm not a crazy person, I'm a regular fucking person because I'm trying to record beautiful audio for people to hear it and like they can sit there and be like, wow, I'm listening to a real man speak (laughs) and here I am just staring at other shit. You know, I've been doing this, this is like the 70th week in a row. Which is pretty, pretty good that I'm able to get the audio out to you guys so you can hear my voice and get update on my life. And I don't know anything about you, you know? So I appreciate that. Patreon.com slash Comedy. What I want to know about you is the bucks. I want the bucks. I want the cash in my hand. Send me your money. <laughs> God, I also haven't done stand-up in so long. You know, I'm forgetting all my jokes. I don't even know. Fucking, I'm pursuing this career in comedy. And I don't, you know, I guess I need to work harder. I need to be smarter. I need to have more friends so I can go farther. <laughs> There's a lot of things to remember going forward. Yeah. You ever just befriend people at bars? That's fun. I remember one time I was at a, I went to a bar with a gal And we wanted to play darts, or like, darts seemed like a date activity, right? And uh, everyone was using it, and then we just decided to befriend a couple, you know? And then we just worked with them to play darts with them, and we just had a nice time uh, just befriending someone. This was years ago. And this is pretty much a useless story, but I mean, isn't it nice just to befriend someone? I didn't know what their political views were, right? They were like, the guy was like all like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if that means anything to you. And you know, and we just became friends. And I think it's okay just to become friends with the random strangers you run into. And not have to ask them what color of their skin is and what their political leanings are. You can just befriend them and be nice about it. I have a lot of things on my mind as you can tell. I'm trying I keep trying to wanting to venture into politics with my speak and I bring it in as a joke but I'm not sure anyone really gets it. I'm not sure I even really get it, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a man, just a little man walking around, you know, saying things. And uh and uh Oh, there's a little man walking around saying things. Let's get back to the article. Let's stop dilly-dallying. Cargo ship workers are warning of a looming disaster as some 300,000 people are effectively trapped at sea in the coronavirus pandemic. That's a lot of fucking people. Multiple sources told Business Insider about conditions on board where some workers have not been on land for more than a year. Wow, they really got their sea legs. That's the joke. That's the joke. I'm giving you. Let's take a break and think about that. Okay, we're back. Um, Seafarer spoke of mounting suicidal thoughts and described a ticking time bomb for potential accidents in a report published in June by the International Transport Workers Federation. The Federation is a group of trade unions whose members represent around 30% of the, glo- the global seafaring workforce. As countries closed their borders during the pandemic, thousands of workers who transport 90% of the world's goods, uh, excuse me, uh, god damn guys, were forced to work or remain on board long before their contracts, which usually run for four to six months. Even as many countries reopen, shipping firms are struggling uh, that may have been a mic noise. Even as many countries reopen, shipping firms are struggling to arrange for new crew, which means everybody has to stay on board. That oh, okay, well, in context of what's of that, that means they do, but that's actually not what it means. It means they you can't treat people like they're moving robots, you know, <laughs> as compared to those unmoving robots. You know what I mean. You can't treat you have to treat people like people, not robots. Or uh, there needs to be humanity with it. Th- they can't arrange new crews, so people... That's like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we can't find anyone to replace you guys, so you guys just have to keep working. Like, like it's impossible for them to quit. <laughs> uh, that's what you socialists want, right? <laughs> that's what you, you want everyone to be forced to work. You don't want people to be able to quit. You want everyone to have to work in labor camps. <laughs> uh, do you think why can't people just think about stuff? You know what I'm saying? What do you, what about a government that's a combination of capitalism and socialism? That seems like it's a pretty good idea. I wonder how that would work. Hmm. I'm talking about boats though. So forget Anything I'm trying to do here. We're talking about fucking boats. Uh, The situation means some of the industry is breaching the International Maritime Labor Convention, the MLC. That's not Major League Cox. Get your heads out of the gutter. Maritime Labor Convention, according to the ITF. The agreement says that seafarers cannot be made to work without shore leave for longer than 11 months. These fucking ship people are breaking the M-L-C. Maritime Labor Convention. In June, more than a dozen countries recognized seafarers as essential workers, uh, as they should be. As seafarers, seafarers is the proper term to what you call a boatman. <laughs> you have to call them seafarers. One sec. Uh, for all you new listeners, burping is one of the main things on this podcast. It's one of my main problems in life if I speak a lot. I could edit them, but... All right, we'll continue with the article. <laughs> in June, more than a dozen countries recognized seafarers as essential workers, which was meant to ease the bureaucratical hurdles to getting them home, or at least on shore. But in a statement on July 16, the ITF said, many governments were still not doing nearly enough. Workers were reluctant to speak to Business Insider, even if anonymously, for fear of reprisal reprisal from their employers. Sorry. I I don't know why I don't know how to pronounce any any words. Like their fear of like, their the, the uh, their employers acting an act of retaliation uh, an act of retardation sorry my mind is fucking dumb I was looking up how to pronounce reprisal 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 reprisal, reprisal. I don't know I don't know how to pronounce words I'm an idiot. However, two organizations, the ITF and the Mission to Seafarers, The Mission to Seafarers, a Christian charity, are in direct contact with seafarers and have produced reports based on their experiences. The seafarers were anonymized by the organization. Huh. So look who comes to save the day. Christians. And you're all mad about fucking Christians, okay? Christians are saving fucking boatmen. Uh, Okay. The workers keep the world turning. On land, it seemed like the world ground to a halt during lockdown. But the oil for energy, the food on supermarket shelves, the goods for Amazon orders, the medical supplies for hospitals, all kept coming because of cargo ship workers who mostly had no choice but to go on. Um, Crews are are reading of empty supermarket shelves and panic buying and are proud that they are doing everything they can to help society supplied with essential goods. Now I will say, I'm sure a high amount of them are just just care that they're getting paid to do something. Like even when I was working at a grocery, I mean, I guess I wasn't bringing goods in, but saying that they're proud about it, I mean, don't most people don't like their job. I'm sure these boatmen, just are just doing it to get a paycheck even if it is for a good cause i'm not saying their their job is very noble and noteworthy and like uh, you know they deserve everything and more of what they get what i'm saying maybe some of them are just doing it because it's work <laughs> and that's not bad that's fine you if you got you do what you gotta do i'm just here to uh you know crack a couple eggs <laughs> but as the pandemic continues uh that is taking an immense human toll is what the ITF describes in its report as a humanitarian crisis. And then I can see in a picture of a, a cargo ship in the fog off the shore of the Long Beach port during the outbreak of the coronavirus in Long Beach, California. It's a big ass boat off the shore. Sometimes I feel I won't survive. The headline of the next little part. The ITF survey, surveyed 867 seafarers at the end of May, 70% of whom had been forced to extend their contracts. Forced to extend their contracts. <laughs> that's the world we, that's the place we live in. That's the world we live in where boatmen are forced to extend their contract. Like they have to keep working as boatmen. One time I was working at the grocery store. I worked at a stop and shop. And uh, I was supposed to be done. Like my shift was done at like I don't know, 9 p.m. or 8:30 or something. And like the store closes at like 10, and we had a mad rush. Right? For some reason, at the end of the, the end of the day, like there was like a hundred customers, and there was like I don't know six of us working, and they were trying to get deli meats. And I was like, my shift's over. And then like uh, I was I was exiting. And I was asking people to leave, and then the store place, the store, the store manager, the top person there was just like, well, you can't leave until uh, like everyone, uh, you know, we, we, we deal with this rush. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I just left. I just checked out. The one of the guys I worked with was like, yeah, you don't have to stay. Uh, you shouldn't be first. Like, he's, he's a very nice man. A very nice man told me I didn't have to stay. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a thing when you work a job you don't have to stay. You only have to stay for the hours you signed up for and if they ask for more you shouldn't, you shan't feel bad you know. You shan't feel bad if you told people you could only stay a certain amount of hours and they ask you to say more. So you just need to learn, don't, you don't have to be like, stop being such a nice guy all the time me. Cause I was like, huh? Eh. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm not staying for this shit and I did. The difference is, the <laughs> story was whatever, but the difference is these, these boatmen uh, they can't escape they're literally stuck at sea Uh, and they're being forced to continue a small proportion around five percent said they were not being paid well that's fucked up I hope they're not working well not getting paid many spoke of mental health struggles missing their families and compared their situation to imprisonment or slavery That's well that sounds exactly what it, it is like uh, if you're, if five percent aren't being paid and forced to work and they can't escape, that is imprisonment and slavery. So all right. One Swedish seafarer struck at sea for four stuck at sea for four months asks, "Would you lock the door to, for example, a factory to isolate people from COVID nineteen? Unless you are a ruthless dictator, you would most likely not even consider it." True. These are facts, guys. A lack of access to medical care has been an issue. A captain for the Emma Merck had to treat arthritis and despite not being, had to to treat arthritis. I don't know what he did to treat arthritis, but, and despite not being a dentist, pulled the teeth of two of his crew members. Now, did you pull the teeth for arthritis reasons? I don't know. Is that how you get rid of arthritis? You have to pull some guy's teeth out? <laughs> I mean, you have to pull your own teeth out. You know, Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like the guy pulling the teeth out, he's like, I have arthritis. and The only cure is me pulling out two of you's teeth. So which one of you seafarers wants to ante up your little sweet tooth that you don't even, you're, that's ruining your mouth anyhow? A spokesperson for MERS told Business Insider that in serious cases, workers are airlifted to safety and the captain And the captains do have basic medical training. Two seafarers said they had not been able to see family members who have since died on shore. Well, that's not good. Not good at all. Uh, I am an unhealthy person. Words are not enough to explain the hardships I faced. An Indonesian seafarer said after being at sea nine months, he had a baby. Sometimes I feel I won't survive this period. Another from Egypt and at sea for a full year said, I think I will commit suicide because of the stress of the long contract. I feel there is no meaning to life. Damn, that's dark. That's pretty dark. Damn, these people are from all over the world. Does anyone care about these seafarers? I am. Life at sea pushed to the limit. Reduced crews, social distancing, and stringent hygiene measures have made day-to-day life awkward on board, according to the Mission to Sea Ferris QT Happiness Survey. There was a pressure to keep hygiene standards at almost hospital levels, said the report. Hospital levels of hygiene. They're putting shit buckets underneath everyone's ass at all times. Hospital levels. Yet, crews reported not always having appropriate PPE, penis, pussy, ejaculation, <laughs> are being able to maintain effective social distancing while they're, they're moving fucking stuff on a fucking cargo ship, like big fucking cargo containers. <laughs> reports, of an additional, reports of additional safety measures, such as separating tables, and limiting the capacity of mess rooms at mealtimes has made even the most habitable social interactions difficult, said Louise Hall, director of loss prevention at the Shipowners Club, a maritime insurance agency, in the report. (laughs) Oh, look, even the insurance guy's pissed. Of course he is. He wants to make his money. I don't even know. It's like I just read that paragraph and I, I don't even... You heard me read it, you make your own judgments. I have no commentary. I'm moving forward. By June, the strain on crews was beginning to show in their friendship. According to sailors in the I just farted, I just farted again. In the ITF report, an Indian seafarer who had been at sea longer than twelve months said, We are starting to fight over little things for stupid reasons. It's like they're in a long time marriage is the joke I'm making. And basic comforts are in short supply. One crew ran out of shampoo and, unable to wash their hair, had to shave their heads instead, according to a South African sailor, the ITF reported. Real quick, I made a gross noise here. It was a gross noise, so I cut it out. Now we're going back to the cast. Thanks, guys. I got a lot of boogers in my life. I'm boogerman. I have the most boogers, and I just had to spit them out, and I'm sorry I'm gross. I'm sorry I'm gross, okay? Okay but I'm trying to bring news about sailors, you know. And and you and and it's serious. Like these guys are going to kill themselves. They're at sea. And and I'm living a similar fate, you know. I'm here in my apartment with AC talking to you guys and I'm stuck here even though I still walk around and do things. So do you understand what's going on in me? <laughs> I may edit out that little that little spit take. So if you're listening to this now and like there was a little break and then I started talking crazy, I edited out a spit take. But I may leave it in. Uh, I am a bad broadcaster. Alright. Uh, shave their heads, South African. Warnings of a disaster waiting to happen. Alright, this is article article... Uh, I'll read the rest of it. I'm just going to read right through it so you guys get the final facts. I'll give my final word and we'll wrap this puppy up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Comedy. We are extremely burnt out and we don't care about anything on the vessel anymore. Just going each day like robots said an Indian sailor as, at sea more than a year. <sighs> You know, really breaking out the race card and all these. You guys are waiting for a ticking time bomb to explode. You will not get your cargo, and you will have a huge environmental disaster, the sailor predicted, that we will soon see anarchy at sea. Lawlessness. No easy solution. Even though many countries are reopening their borders, there are still barriers to getting sailors home and getting new workers on board many commercial flight routes hardly exist anymore meaning companies often need to charter their own planes to move crews to and from ports additionally many countries do not offer simple uh, processes to to secure transit visas and permits to come on shore it is not only the the those at sea who are struggling the itf said Another estimated 300,000 seafarers who expected to be working at sea at this time are currently on shore and unemployed. Uh, Okay, so wait, they have a bunch of people that could be working that can't get on the boats? Shit. Here's a picture of workers wearing face masks, unloading cargo. Many consider striking. Early on in the pandemic, the ITF agreed to up to one month of contract extensions from shipping companies with Seafarer's agreement. In acknowledgment, the border closures had made it practically impossible to do otherwise. But on June 15th, as more and more countries opened up, the union's patience ran out. The ITF position is now that it will support strike action on ships if the crews choose to take it. On July 9th, several governments committed to speeding up the process of crew changes. But more than three weeks later, they still aren't doing near what is needed and some governments have even gone backwards, according to Dave Helmdale, chair of the ITF seafarers section, comparing the poor treatment of commercial sailors to military personnel. One South African seafarer in the ITF reported saying, you let your soldiers... Uh, repatriate repatriate but you want the men and women who maintain your economic lifeblood to suffer in, in depressing dangerous isolation who are you going to call when you need your trade goods delivers? who will be your seafarers wow this guy was very well spoken and uh, yeah this is fucked up guys <laughs> I just read out of that read all of that oh yeah, this is fucked up now repatriate I'm I'm a fucking idiot. If anything I'm proving here is how dumb I am. It's really my goal of this entire podcast prove how dumb I am and just burp the whole time okay, repatriate uh, send back to your own country. So when someone's like go back to your own country they mean, Repatriation is a process of returning an asset, item, or symbolic value or person voluntarily or forcibly to its owner or their place of origin. I get it. All these quotes in this article, I assume, were like uh, translations of what the seafarer said and not actually what they said. I'm sure the seafarer was like, yo, these fucking soldiers get to go home and me and I, me, the guy who brings food, you know, you're like, fuck you, you're going to die alone on a ship. God, there must be so much jerking off on that fucking boat. (laughs) I got nothing to follow that up with. I just, I'm just saying that. But guys, that brings us to the end. I hope you are now worried about seafarers, seafarers, shipmen, boatmen, and uh, the, all they go through. And uh, but no, really, this is you should uh, care for your fellow man, and uh, may peace be with you. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm at Matt Miller real and everything. Matt Miller comedy on YouTube. Matt Miller comedy on Patreon. Uh, Twitter, you know, TikTok, fucking Instagram, Facebook. Check me out. I love you all. Goodbye.